Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Blessed be your name. Hallelujah. We could keep going like this and just kind of flowing in and out of worship, and it's fun and everything, and and uh, and and we stay in this place. But I did get something. Uh, well, earlier earlier on, this 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 thing dropped in my heart, and I didn't know if that would even fit. And then all of a sudden, I thought, this is this is what I need to say uh, at some point um, tonight before we. We finish just a couple things I need to say, and it'll help people um, in this in relationship to what the Spirit's been saying and doing in the service tonight. Amen. And uh, I hope everyone is connected here and uh, and yielded to what's been going on. This isn't what I'm going to say, but this is what I'm just going to say before I say what I'm going to say. Uh, but it's important, just like we st- we started at the beginning. Uh, there's a time to be quiet, and there's a time not to be, and both of those are really, really important, you know. Uh, and you have it in your personal life, and sometimes you have it in a service like this. But if it's quiet and you're talking, you're missing something. You, you know, it very well be maybe missing something the Lord is ministering to you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but right at the other, uh, on the other side, if it's not time to be quiet and, and and you're quiet, you really are missing something. Yeah. The Lord will lead us along these lines um, for the purpose of literally moving us. And some of us, I'm including me in this, I'm not throwing any stone, but some of us are harder to move than others. And sometimes in our lives we're harder to move than others. Sometimes we're like, yeah, you know, here am I, send me. Hearts moldable, shapeable, all this. Other times we're like, "Mm, I don't feel like it. I don't want to. And, uh, and, and that's where the Lord's mercy sets in. And a service like this, if we stay with something long enough, I mean, eventually you have to move on, I guess. But we'll stay with something long enough to pick up the stragglers who aren't being moved. And I'm not saying this by any visible observation because I haven't been looking out most of the time to know what's going on. I'm I'm reading by what's on the inside. You know, that's kind of how we're supposed to be led from the inside. And uh, But it's important to be moved. And when the Lord says you need to, and, and this is God, it's prophecy. You know, Some of you know this. This is words of knowledge, words of wisdom. But when the Lord says believe this about yourself concerning leaving the past, leaving where you were and stepping into a new place, believing that is essential, all right? Not just, hey, that, that was a cool word, going out, c- coming out, coming in, going out, moving ahead, all that kind of stuff. Believe it about yourself in very specific ways. Not And, 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 I, and I, I see this not only for individuals, but for our church. And, and not every day is necessarily a, a woo brand new, everything's going to change, you know. Uh, A lot of our lives as Christians is simply growth. Uh, But there are times when it's, it is time. It's time on the Lord's clock, or it's time because we're ready. We've been faithful prior to it. And it is time for change, for growth, for expansion, for the Lord to, uh, um, to promote us corporately. Promote us in the Spirit. Give us more that we can handle. 
and we'll, that, that we can that we can use, and, and it'll be used for His glory. Amen. Hallelujah. So I'm excited. Praise God on the inside. Yeah, 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 yeah. Amen. Father, thank you for what you're doing in here now. Thank you for the move of your spirit. I, th- I thank you that you not, you're not moving ahead without us, but you're taking us along. I thank you you'll never leave us or forsake us. You're not leaving individuals in the dust, but you're bringing them along with you. So thank you. I pray not a one would be left behind. I pray not a one would miss out on what you have for them. Great plans. Great future. Beyond what they've even asked or thought. Beyond, beyond what they've desired. Beyond what they've asked for. Thank you, Lord. May no one miss. May no one miss out on your great plan. Hallelujah. No one here. Let's all walk in it. Praise God. Praise God. If you have a Bible, uh, the, the thing I wanted to say to you is found in Second Chronicles. Second Chronicles. Uh, not Second Chronicles. Second Samuel. Sec, they're close together. Kind of. Second Samuel 11. Now, many of you are probably familiar, some may not be, with uh, one of the stories of a guy named David in the, in the Bible. He was King David. He was one of the kings of Israel, the second king of Israel. And, and David is a great example to us in many ways because uh, of how his commitment to the Lord, uh, he was called a man after God's own heart. Um, but many are familiar with a, a period in his life where he went off the deep end and he messed it up. I'm sure he's not happy that it's in the Scripture. <laughs> but it is, and it's there for our learning. And, uh, and, and basically, because I'm not going to read the whole story, just to summarize, David basically um, had an adulterous encounter with a woman uh, named Bathsheba. And uh, it was not, obviously not his wife. She was married to another guy. And, and, and he had a deal with her, and she got pregnant. He heard about it, tried to cover it up. And uh, basically, because her husband was at war, tried to bring him back. He wanted her, basic them to get together, you know. And so her pregnancy would go, hey, we're pregnant, you know. And she was obviously in on it, too, to some degree, because she wasn't telling her husband. And, uh, and uh, you know, that way he would just think, yeah, she got pregnant. And, hey, he looks like King David. But uh, <laughs> other than that, everything's good. <laughs> uh, uh, but he didn't do it. You know, he came in from the battle, and he was very honorable. And he said, all my, uh, you know, folks, soldiers, compadres, <laughs> they're out there in the battle. I'm not going to come in here and sleep in my own bed and sleep with my wife and while they're in war. So he'd sleep on the steps, and, and uh, out, you know, and so David was kind of annoyed with that. He couldn't get, couldn't get the guy to go in with his wife. So uh, David's cover-up plan didn't work. And uh, and so basically he 
sent him back out to battle and told the commander, put him in a, in a tough spot. And uh, when the fighting is real rough, draw back. And he got killed. And that, that was David's way of hiding it. David, this guy who knows God, has, has prophets around him. <laughs> uh, duh. <laughs> They're going to know. Uh, and he did, and he got in trouble. Uh, however, I want to read. That's, that's the bad part of the, part of the story. Uh, verse 1, 2 Samuel 11, verse 1. And it happened in the spring of the year, at the time when kings go out to battle, that David sent Joab and his servants with him, and all Israel, and they destroyed the people of Ammon, and besieged Rabbah, but David remained at Jerusalem. Sometimes when, when a person falls and a person goes, uh, ends up destroying their lives in some way, falling into sin, you can trace um, that back to some previous poor decisions. Uh, not only was it a wrong decision where he was tempted in the moment by seeing Bathsheba and ended up following, falling into that, that, tra- that affair there, uh, but sometimes you can see, if he had not made some previous decisions, he would not ever have had to deal with that one. And I don't know about you, I mean, we all have been tempted and are tempted in various areas to do the wrong thing and yield to the flesh and, and so forth, uh, and we need to make the right decisions, but if we can give ourselves a break sometimes, one of the best deterrents to sin is to simply be busy with what you're supposed to do. And I don't know if you caught that in this verse. It's, it's just an interesting kind of side thought. This is the time when the kings went out to war. This was the springtime. They would go out and have their battles. But David sat at home. David, what are you doing at home? See, he used to go out with them. He used to go out to battle. Maybe he had enough wins and he's taking it easy now. And he's saying, okay, you guys handle this. I'm kicking back in the castle. Right, And if he'd have been out there uh, to, to battle doing what he was called to do, doing what he was anointed to do, and to be the commander-in-chief of this, of this army and lead, you know, maybe this situation never would have even taken place. Well, it couldn't have. Not at this point. It couldn't have happened. He wouldn't have been there. And I wonder sometimes if we might save ourselves some grief, some trouble, some poor decisions... Uh, that we might make if we will simply simply stay busy with what God has given us to do. And the Lord has given us all something to do, something to put our hand to, something to be engaged with. Yeah. And if we don't do that, I, you know, it doesn't always end up like this. But I tell you, we're 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 on slippery slope there. We're opening opening up doors that we don't want open. Amen. If I want to go higher, if I want to experience more of God and, and allow Him to do everything He wants to do in my life, I've got to stay busy with what He has asked me to do. Amen. I, I know at times, uh, at times uh, as a pastoral staff, when we are ministering to individuals and someone will uh, say, hey, uh, I think so and so, you know, we have I mean, everything's confidential, you know, but sometimes we're all leading ministries and and people are serving in the church and helping and it's a great blessing and it's the way God designed it. Uh, But sometimes, you know, there have been discussions when when so-and-so, hey, 
they've decided to, to quit their ministry here. They're, you know, they've decided to step out of the area that they're engaged in. They've been, they've been serving. Um, and sometimes that's fine and it's good. And sometimes it's, you know, good to take a break or whatever. And sometimes people need that. Uh, but other times it's, it's the discussion goes like this. It's like, oh, okay. All right. You know, you, are you good with that as the leader? You think that's the right thing? Are they stepping into something else? Do they, are, are they going to be engaged in, in some other place? Or are they just stepping out? And, and sometimes we've recognized that when a person steps out, it's dangerous. And I don't mean we, we would never try to just hang on to people like, hey, don't let anyone go. No, it's all about we want to help individuals to be where God wants them to be. In this place, David should have been out with the, with, with, the, with the army. And if sometimes when people step out, they're, they're being set up. Sometimes the enemy is, is, is laying a trap for them because they're going to become idle in an area that they should be active in. If, if you look at this, uh, look at verse 2. It reads, Then it happened one evening... That David arose from his bed and walked on the roof of the king's house. And from the roof, he saw a, a woman bathing. And the woman was very beautiful to behold. Now, what in the world are you doing getting up when it's nighttime? Now, think about that. It, he's getting... What do you do, I mean, in a couple hours here? That's when you go to bed. That's not when you get up. And, you know, unless you work a night job, you understand there's exceptions to that. Uh, But as a general rule, when evening comes, you go to bed. What would be a reason why someone wouldn't go to bed in the evening? Maybe because all day long they've been lounging around... And they've been sleeping during the day. See, this is a picture of someone who's not doing what they're supposed to do. This is a picture of someone who should be engaged in leading his nation and being king and being out on the battle and so forth. But instead, he's bored. He's sleeping during the day. And now it's nighttime and there's nothing to do. And how many have heard the the, the old phrase, uh, an idle mind is the devil's workshop? Yeah, all of a sudden it's coming to evening, and David's not tired now, so he's getting up, walking around on the roof. Oh, look at there's a naked lady bathing. <laughs> Which makes you wonder about her as well. I mean, the story is really not about her for the most part, but do most women bathe where other people could see them from their roof? I mean... I don't know. I mean, I'm speculating a little bit there. But she's out there naked where he can see. And women kind of know what moves men. Don't they? Women, if you don't, you do. That's why put clothes on. (laughs) Save the men (laughs) that are walking around on their roof or wherever. You know, every now and then people want to go back to Genesis and say, and they were naked and unashamed. And so we just, uh, yeah, that was before sin. That was when they were clothed with the glory. Now you got weirdos who want to take all their clothes off in public. 
And it's not godly, by the way. Oh, we're free. No, you're not. <laughs> You've got a hitchhiker. Huh? You remember when, you remember when uh, Jesus met those, uh, uh, when they crossed the, Mediter- the sea there, we would ever see, and uh, had the storm, they came across, and there was the, um, the madman of Gadara, man with a bunch of demons. What was he? Naked. <laughs> naked, living in a tomb, naked. There's another guy there too, which, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> two of them, two of them, running around in the caves naked. You know what happened after uh, Jesus came, cast those demons out, and he got set free? The Bible says very specifically he was then clothed and in his right mind. Yeah? If you're in your right mind, you put clothes on. Yeah? I didn't plan on saying all that. But uh, but it's good on both sides of this equation. I'm not sure she was where, where she was supposed to be. It doesn't give us a lot of detail. You may think I'm reading between the lines there a little bit, but... She did hide it from her husband. There are some other factors going on there as well. Uh, but she was out there in, in, in the open bathing. And he shouldn't have been up on the roof. He should have been busy. And, and, and here, here's, here's just the encouragement for all of us tonight in this just, just short little exhortation. Uh, stay busy with what God wants you to do. Not only will you be fulfilled and, and, you know, as we've been teaching on Sunday, your faithfulness will grant you promotion and increase in life, but it'll keep the enemy out of your, out of your business. Yeah. If ever you find yourself too much time on your hand, what are you doing with it? You know, sometimes retired people, they sit, uh, they, you know, all of a sudden they don't have work and they don't have thing, things to do as much. And, well, you've got to be intentional with your time. You really don't. Don't let, don't let your mind wander. Amen. Don't get, be a busybody in other people's business. Don't spend all day on the internet. Huh? You can do your social media and all that kind of stuff, but then get off. Don't watch TV all day. Huh? Because the enemy will mess with you. You're, you, don't, you end up doing something that's not, that's not right. Amen. Put your hand to the plow. Say, Lord, I've got some time. Well, all of us should be praying this at some point. Lord, what do you want me to do? Have you got anything that I can do for your kingdom, for your glory? How can I live a life of usefulness? And that's why, you know, we do things around here to help you help you with that. But if you've got time um, and you don't know what to do with it, we have a phone. <laughs> you know, we have the growth track. We, we, we want to help you to get into the battlefield. Yeah, we want to help you to be busy about your father's business. Amen. And if you will be, you'll, you'll, you will totally avoid some trouble in your life. You will. Just fact. If you're busy doing other stuff, uh, it's not a guarantee. You can be busy and still backslide. You've got to maintain your relationship with God. Uh, I don't mean this is a, a fix-all, but I just say it's an open door when we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing. Amen. Amen. And so you break free, you break out, you go up higher, and you stay busy. <laughs> Amen. Stay busy doing doing what God has for you to do. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you tonight for for working in us, for moving in our service, for moving in the lives of every person. Oh, we give you glory. I thank you. Thank you for working. You're so good to us. You're so precious. You're so good. So wonderful. And we acknowledge you. We believe that we're free. We believe that we're 
living in a place of victory. We believe that you are our help. And we work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. Thank you for working in us tonight. Helping us to see and know your ways. For they are right. They are true. They are righteous. We follow you in all your ways. And we're better off. We're better off as a result. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.